Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast, hosted by fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. I am your host, Tim Hayden. Hey, we are taking a little bit different stance today in what we're going to talk about. Typically, our podcasts are, um, you know, we, we give ourselves plenty of margin and we record these ahead of time. We're recording this literally hours before this is going to be um, it's going to go out online. So we um, and we're going to talk about the COVID nineteen uh, challenges that we have going on as a country and as a world. And I am honored to have one of our leadership team members, Michael Brown, with us today. Michael, thanks for being with us. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for uh, allowing me to participate. Yep. Hey, Michael. So hey, tell our tell. I know you've been on our podcast before, but to our listeners who may not have listened before, tell a little bit about yourself. Sure. So uh, Michael Brown, I've been here at Sergeant Metal for um, almost six years now. Um, currently serve as the Vice President of Support Services. Um, married to a wonderful lady, my wife Vanessa and I, we have four kids, so that keeps us busy outside of work as well. Um, but I uh, love being a part of um, Sergeant Metal and our leadership team and just kind of helping lead the the way here at Sergeant Metal. Yep, that's great. Well, thanks for being here. It's hard to believe, man, you've been here six years. Six years. God, that's, that's yeah, great. Time flies. It, it definitely is. You know, hey, and before I start, I, want, I just want to say, um, you know, I thank Jesus for being part of our business and he being our senior leader and getting ready to walk and lead through yeah. the challenges that we're going through right now. So That's we're going right. to talk about a lot of different things. We're going to go all over the place, but I hope that, you know, at the end of it, you know, if you're a small business leader or a small business owner, you're going to be able to have some good takeaways because mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of moving pieces. We're not going to go into great nitty gritty details. We're going to kind of keep this high level. So um, first of all, so hey, Michael, so I'll ask you a question, then I'm going to answer to Share some of your personal feelings during this time, because man, a month ago we sure. didn't know what even was going on. An example, uh, you know, we're we're practicing social distancing. Social right. distancing wasn't even a right. part of our vocabulary. I mean, right now as yeah. we're recording this, we're we're practicing social distancing in, yeah. in our recording. So yeah, the first time I had to kind of jump back and think and, and almost Google what does social distancing even mean. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that means. So it wasn't part of our vocabulary. But yeah, I mean, it's. I think I remember um, March 11th, I think, is the day that uh, things kind of shook for me. I believe that was the the date. But um, I remember a lot of the college basketball tournaments were going on, and there were a couple of them. Uh, The NBA had pretty much just stopped the night before, and most of the college basketball tournaments kind of just stopped almost middle. I think one of them, right before the ACC game, Clemson and Florida State, right before it even started, um, there was another tournament that even at halftime they just stopped the tournament, and at that point I think is when I really realized like wow, there's this is kind of a big deal. This is, and um, it, I think it affects everybody differently depending on what part of the country you're from, uh, maybe what your uh, connection is based on work and, and other responsibilities. Uh, but for me personally, on a personal level, you know my, my again my wife um, and we have four kids. She teaches, so uh, she's at home now with our four kids who are doing uh, e-learning. I guess is what they're calling it, and uh, have to do all that. So uh, that's a new, a new. Um, it's not a new normal. It's it's just a new routine, I guess, for for our whole family, um, and that's changed us dr- dramatically um, in this last two weeks. But it really, you know, you kind of begin to open your eyes as far as outside of work a little bit, the personal side. How is this? Um, affect your day-to-day and again a lot of that depends probably on people's um, their their location and, and kind of what their life is like as to what 
maybe local governments or um, even state governments have kind of put in place there. But um, I think it really just begins to make you, you step back and put a priority on things that maybe you didn't put take the time to, to, to do before for family or uh, some of those things that you just had busyness in your life that has kind of dissipated a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, but for you, Tim, what, what are uh, some of the things that uh, on the personal side that uh, how you feel this has impacted um, your family and your, your life a little bit outside of work even? Yeah, honestly, I think it's been, um, I really hate that the, you know, we're in the situation that we're in. Yep. But as far as my family, it's brought us closer together. Right. I think that, you know, we all are, and we've got a, a daughter that's, um, you know, just about finished her third year at Clemson, uh, you know, and we've got a son that's a junior in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, he's used to being an only kid, and our daughter's used to being at, in, her, in her apartment at, at college. Yep. And for us to be home every night and to eat meals together and to hang out together, right. it slowed that part of life down because right. it's so busy and that's been really health healthy for our family yep. you know so i think just hanging out i think that um you know we all are in the rush of run home and pick up something to eat we cook at home right more now than we ever have <laughs> right and it's been great you know yep. um, you know we we like to grill and we've been grilling some so i think that part of it you know from the personal side that's been good but knowing that um you know, knowing that a lot of places that, you know, we normally could go by and get something to eat, they're not open. That's right. And so we've got to be particular. You know, my wife's a planner, and she wants to plan. She asked me in the morning, you know, and I, and I tell her, people have heard her name on here before, Dawn, um, what, you know, hey, what do you want to have for supper tonight? Right. Well, you're the, you know, hey, you own the menu, whatever you think, sweetie. But she planned. So, but now we're pl- trying to plan a few days ahead of time. So because we're yeah. eating so much at home. So but I right. think that the personal side of being with family has been really healthy. And I think, you know, even, Michael, the ages of your kids, and a lot of them mm-hmm. play sports. You know, right. when you leave work, normally, boom, you've got That's to run right. to the ball field. People are not having to do that right That's now. That's right. You know, and I think it's just got a different lens. And it really, to me, it helps us step back and think mm-hmm. what's, important what's important in life. That's and right. And what we thought was so important really is not that that's important. That's right. You know, Absolutely. so uh, no, I, th- I think that's really good. Hey, so we can spend a lot of time here, but um, uh, I, I just want to say if you're a business owner or leader right now and you're, you know, you're listening to our podcast, first of all, thanks for being with us. But, you know, I have a lot of empathy for companies. Like if you think a month ago, what hit and hit hard was the hospitality industry, the mm-hmm. airline industry. You know, so, I mean, you know, if you're, you know, hotels and whatnot, I mean, they got devastated, you know. Um, a week and a half ago or so, time is flying, um, is that, you know, the restaurants were ordered to be closed. It may have been closed two weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that industry has been really hit hard. A That's lot right. of companies have had to close. And now, if you're like us, a lot of manufacturing companies, for us, we're still business as usual. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see some slowdown in order input. Right. But right now, you know, as we're finishing up the end of the month, we're, we're having a very strong month. But the reality is in a month or two, that could look very different. It so changes. That's it right. really does. So, you know, uh, in regards to business efforts, man, we're doing a lot of things. You know, mm-hmm. the fundamental things that we talk about all the time is do the five. Michael, you can jump in because I'll miss some of them. We've got to practice social distancing. Right. We've got to make sure that we wash our hands. Right. We've got to make sure that we are our common touch points. We have a team established mm-hmm. That's that right. we go about every day and we clean doorknobs and we clean computer screens and hey right make sure if you're listening clean your phone that's right clean your keyboard clean your mouse clean the things that you normally don't think about um you know our 17 year old um uh, no he'll be 17 year old in a few weeks so our 16 year old (laughs) um 
we've never seen him wash his hands as much as he has today. So, That's right. <laughs> you know, so I think that, but, you know, those are a few yeah. of the business efforts that we're doing. Michael, what about you? What else you want to add in regards to business efforts that we're doing? Absolutely. So I think, um, you know, the we, we pretty much assigned a group of folks different times and individually they have a different time to go around because we, like you said, we're, our doorknobs and our office doors and, and our, you know, our plan are probably cleaner than they've ever been because they're getting wiped down multiple times a day. But, um, you know, we assign some people to do those tasks. Uh, just initially you think, oh, we'll all do them, but you just want to make sure it doesn't slip through the cracks. And so uh, that's something that I think we've learned that um, without developing a plan, um, it's kind of a cliche, but you, you hear the phrase, uh, if you if you don't have a plan, you plan to fail, basically. And um, so we've developed a plan and, and put some things in place to make sure that certain people at certain days and certain times are covering and, and wiping things down. And um, Additionally, you know, even beyond that a little bit, we've put into play, and this takes it a little bit deeper, but um, what are the possible scenarios that could happen? Not overthinking things, but kind of a basic level of, what are some of the basic things if we lose customer XYZ? You know, how will that impact our, um, our our shop demand, the demand that's coming through our shop, and that's going to affect different businesses different ways depending on what type of company you're running. But um, if demand or if uh, customer orders or whatever it might be, if that slows, how will that impact your labor force? Going ahead and having a plan in place and almost trying to make those decisions um, as without as much emotion as possible early before you actually are faced with those decisions because once you're faced with those decisions the emotions are there and it's a lot more difficult to make you know a, a wise decision sometimes because the emotions do get involved um, I think that's the the big thing for us is uh, trying to, to have everything as much as possible planned out um, so that when we actually have to pull the trigger and make that decision we just kind of enact the plan that we already have kind of I've done our best to, to put into place as far as on paper at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something that, that we've done well and that goes into a little bit with um, our leadership team meeting mm-hmm. on a daily basis. You might want to speak into that. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, um, you know, so uh, we meet every day right. for a minimum of an hour a day. Probably. Sometimes yeah. we meet a couple times a day. So, you know, um, you know, we've not met today, we're going to meet this afternoon. You know, but um, the thing about it is that we meet and, and we keep. I have never watched the news as close right. as I have since this started. I mm. watch the coronavirus update every day that the you know from the task yep. force because we want to hear new. We want to hear what's the new information, what's going on, just so we can better be prepared. We watch the governor of right. South Carolina every time he comes on. You know, yep. and I think that it's very important. And you may be so. One thing that's good for for our business is that we've been deemed essential. Right. So even if our governor, who has not done this as of um, you know the, uh, March 31st, he has not uh, he has not put uh, the S- South Carolina as a shelter in place. But even if he did, we are prepared to continue to work. So mm-hmm. and the thing about it is that as we go through, we make sure we don't bombard our staff with information, mm-hmm. but we update them and we try to do that. You know, I'm gonna that's gonna be one of our talking points for this afternoon. Our leadership team meeting is that. We did uh, last week. We sent an email out on Monday, and Friday we had a video, right? Um, a video that we sent out to our team that we recorded to let people know Updates. what know what's going on. The thing about it, people want to hear what is going right. on, and and we have chosen to lead through this, not manage through yes. this. And as leading through, we want to make sure that we're proactive. And you know, we've talked about 
all the different scenarios. So, Michael, why don't you tell, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about sure. what, are, what the difference is between leading versus managing? Absolutely. Leading and managing oftentimes are used interchangeably. Um, we, we've had some conversations amongst our leadership team, just a little bit of the differences in those, those two things. Uh, oftentimes, a leader is someone who is more out front of um, whether it's a group of people, but they're also out front of a problem. They're out front of their forward thinking. They're as far out front as possible. Um, not necessarily out front to, in, in the public sense, but out front in, in the sense of decision making. Making decisions before um, you know, it's, it's ultimately necessary if possible. Um, a scenario of that, a lot of talk to a lot of um, organizations. It happened in a lot of um, churches. It happened in a lot of recreational departments to where I talked to some guys and they actually had to shut. You know, they, they made some decisions early on to close the churches or to close uh, some recreational departments or, or whatever it might have been, some, some extra a- activities outside of your normal day-to-day as far as work and, and home. And um, I talked to a couple of those guys, and a couple of them told me that in that moment, they were making a decision that felt like they weren't sure it was the right decision, but it was they were trying to get out in front of it. Now, in hindsight, it was definitely the right decision. And so they were leading. They were making some decisions that um, may not have even been popular at the time. There was a lot more um, uncertainty of, is that the right decision? But in hindsight, it was definitely the right decision. So those people come off as leaders, but they're not necessarily heroes in the sense that sometimes a manager is someone that we oftentimes talk about a manager being someone who's in the middle of it. Um, they're, they're out there putting out fires, almost a firefighter um, in a company or an organization. And that manager oftentimes comes across as a hero sometimes uh, because they're actually putting out fires that um, if a leader would have stepped in and made some decisions on the front end, they may not have had to put out those fires. Mm-hmm. For example, in this coronavirus situation, um, you know, we don't know all the um, the stories of, of things that maybe were avoided because some leaders made some decisions to shut down a church service or shut down a recreational department or something on the front end, um, as opposed to someone managing and having to come in in a crisis management type situation. Um, so we want to avoid as much crisis management situations by being leaders on the front end and getting out front of as much as possible. Now, the challenge is that this thing changes day to day, which goes back to um, what you were just talking about with our leadership team meeting once a day, sometimes multiple times a day, uh, to be able to to share information and to be able to make some decisions based on as much new information as possible, but trying to get on the front end of it. Mm -hmm. So um, that's a little bit, I think, on on some of the differences in in leading versus managing. but uh, as much as possible, managers aren't bad necessarily, but if you can lead and get out on the front end of it, I think that um, it's, it's oftentimes better. Yeah. You know, you want to try to get on the front end of it. Yeah, and, um, and, and you know, we got this, you know, we got to give one of our leadership team Absolutely. members credit, uh, David Lancaster, he mentioned, yep. we got this from him, and we have chosen to lead and not manage, and there's a big difference right. between the two. So that's why we talk about multiple scenarios, and, and we talk mm-hmm. about even, you know, even for our listeners to lean in here, is that if we get a case, right. this is what we're going to do. We have a plan in place. Yep. You know, now we hope and pray we never have to execute that plan. That's right. But we would not be leading if we didn't do that. So if if you are a company that does not have a leadership team but you're a good size, maybe you want to do a few things to um, to put some things in place to where uh, you know from the leadership team the way you are talking about mm-hmm. these things to where you do have a plan because. You know, when you get into the um, 
when you're in a difficult situation, it's hard to lead. Right. If you've already got a plan in place, to me, I think you're, you're going to be better to go. And here, that's why we meet every day. And I would yep. challenge you to meet every day. Get on the offense that's of this. Right. Don't be on the defense. So I think those are super critical things yep. as we go through. And, you know, I think that um, uh, one question or one comment that I wanted to make uh, before I forget is that my personal feelings, and, and let me say that there's a lot of people that are scared. Right. There's a lot of people that have a lot of fear. Fear. You know, and here's the thing. I just want to I want to speak into you if I have permission. I hope I do. Whoever's listening is that you don't need to be fearful. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be scared. You just need to be concerned. But you know what? You need to do the fundamental things, and you need to have hope. You know, to me, you can we can get through this by having hope, and I have hope in, in Jesus that I know right. that he's going to see us through that. You know, we're in a season we've never been in. These are uncharted right. waters. And as we're going through, we just need to make sure that, um, you know, we have a plan that we can execute. And you know what? If we have to change it midstream, right. having a group that you've talked about, all these different scenarios, I think is critical. So if you don't have a leadership team, I would just challenge you to put one in place. Cause I think it's going to really help as That's you right. move forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, um, good. talk about, Michael, um, anything else we want to add in regards to our leadership team? Because, man, it's, I can't, I just can't uh, give enough kudos to our team because right. we are prepared and we talk about all the different things. Anything else that you want to add in regards to our, our daily well, huddles that we have? I think there's value in team. Um, you know, being a, a lone, if you're, if you're leading an organization or um, a super, super large department or whatever it might be, uh, by yourself, I mean, it can be lonely. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's also, um, in these uncertain times, you, I think that lends itself to a lot of second guessing of ourselves. Uh, but when you have a team that you can bounce ideas off and, and kind of make team decisions, I think there's strength in that, strength in numbers and in that decision-making process and trying to get, again, on the front end of it. But um, it takes time. It takes a commitment to be able to, to work together and to, to, to set aside time to do that, but it's important. One last thing, too, I think, um, you know, it's, it's, I think it's what I'm about to say is, is relevant at all times, but specifically in times of uncertainty like we're facing right now. Um, it's a concept I learned probably over 10 years ago from uh, a leader that I, I, I worked under named Shane Duffy. Mm-hmm. Tim knows Shane, um, incredible guy. Um, but Shane talked a lot about being AVV, available, visual, uh, available, visible, and valuable. And uh, those things are, are true of all leaders at any time, but specifically I think in an uncertain time, it's important as leaders to be available to our team members, uh, to be available to people, um, to be uh, visible so they know that we're here, that we're present, we're active, and then uh, you're just valuable. We're, we're, we're able to offer um, information. We're able to communicate things like we talked about, Tim mentioned, whether it's through an email or we did a video that was really well received. Um, just being able to communicate to our team that, hey, we, we acknowledge there's some uncertainty. We acknowledge that there's some possible fear, like you even mentioned, um, with that uncertainty. But we're working together. We're developing plans just to try to av- provide um, a level of comfort and just being valuable. But So that AVV, available, visible, and valuable, is uh, pretty essential, I think, right now for leaders as well. Yeah, I agree. And then just to add, uh, I couldn't agree with that more. I think that is very essential. And, you know, our listeners, if you listen for a while, Shane's been on the podcast a couple of times. So, you know, we talked about that just the other day and yeah. about that when, when I was with him. But, um, again, I said this earlier. I want to say it again. Your team needs to hear from you. They right. want to hear from you. They are yearning for leadership. That's so right. make sure that you communicate with them on whatever cadence you need to. We're trying to do it twice a week mm-hmm. in general terms. If we if something changes and we need to do more, by all means, you know, we definitely will. Absolutely. Um, 
I do want to mention some, um, Michael, what are some activities that you're doing during this time? Anything that you're doing that may be a little bit different? A little bit different. Well, um, whether it's work-related, it's obviously the meetings, it's conversations, uh, it's webinars. There, I have two later today. Um, there's tons of information out there, um, so get engaged in that kind of stuff. Um, there, there's lots of information, and unfortunately, a lot of it isn't uh, entirely um complete, I guess. There's, there's some misinformation, unfortunately, but there's also some incomplete information. So you have to just get out there and dig a little bit, find some uh, trusted sources, webinars, or through your payroll companies or HR uh, providers, whoever it might be. Um, there's some great information out there that, that is super helpful. Um, but that's one of the main things that we're, we're doing work-related. Mm-hmm. Um, and so outside of the work part of it, again, we talked about a second ago. I mean, it's, it's different. You're, you're getting into some family time that you maybe have. You have more time maybe outside of work that we didn't have before. Mm-hmm. Um, and people probably, again, depending on their situation, if they're um, in a shelter-in-place situation and can't get out and go for walks or whatever, that's, that's a, a challenge as well uh, in, in that sense. So um, what about you? What are some other activities that you're participating in right now that yeah, may be um, different? Yeah, well, hey, uh, work-related, I'm making it a point to go and to um, hang out with our team a little bit. I walk by, you know, the big cubicle area yeah. we got in the back of the office, right. and I walk through the plant, and, and you know, I say, hey, how you doing? I talk right. to folks. Hey, I don't shake their hand. Right. I don't hug them or anything yeah, like you're that. F- from a distance. From a distance. From a good social distancing. But like a lot of them say, hey, how are you doing? But then they say, how are you doing? And I also say, well, how's your family doing? Right. Because there's our people's normalcy has been turned upside down. That's right. And I think just, you know, being uh, making sure that I am, to your point, AVB, and I think people need mm-hmm. to see, they need to know that, you know what, we're going to be okay. You're present. Yep, we're going right. to get through that. And I think, you know, being visible is an important piece of that. So right. if I'm never here, they're not going to be able to see that. So I intentionally make sure I walk through the plant at least once a day. I, I walk through the office and just say hello to everybody because right. I think it's important so people know that. Uh, personally, hey, I'm, uh, I'm always been a... a person that works out and mm-hmm. also I've, I've been intentional on in doing that you know but I think the activities that I mentioned earlier being with family and right. you know my son and I last week threw football in the yard yeah. can't tell you the last time we threw football so right. and we've been going and playing golf together some so yep. you know we can still be social distance sweet and memories golf. created in this absolutely season. you know I, I think that's some really good stuff so absolutely. that's some of the things I've been doing absolutely so if you um, as we kind of begin to wrap up a little bit do you want to mention a little bit about uh, the CARES Act, yes, and uh, a couple of things that most of our, our listeners, um, again, small businesses, um, something that, that definitely, if you're not aware, would definitely apply to you. Tim, you want to unpack yeah, just absolutely. a little bit the CARES Act? And, and let me say that this is changing daily. Daily, yeah. uh, you know, and again, you know, you've got to. We'll keep this simple, but you know what was passed like two two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago is different than what was passed this week. But both of them can work together. together. They can be parallel to help your business. So the great news is that there's some incredible opportunities for small business. So I challenge everyone listening that if you own a small business or if you're part of it, to go and get in touch with your local bank. That's right. So what is going to be available is there's 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 probably half a dozen um, options that are available to you. Some of them are one or the other, mm-hmm. or some of them you can do two or three different things. So the things that for our business that we have found out that are gonna that may be very valuable to us is um, first of all in the CARES Act that was passed last Friday, there's three hundred and fifty billion dollars with a B. With a B. Yeah. So we talked about this yesterday. 
Um, there's a thousand million in a billion. It's crazy. So, so that is crazy how much money is going to be available. Yep. So, but what it is, there's a there's what's called the PPP, the Paycheck Protection Program, and what they'll do, they'll take an a, an average of your monthly payroll, and they will add. Um, They'll add your health care. They'll add your 401k. They'll add vacations and a few other things. They'll add mm-hmm. um, uh, state taxes. No, you can pay state taxes. Excuse me. There's three or four things. Your 401k, 401k. they'll add yep. to it. And then um, they'll multiply that times 250%. And that's what you can get a loan for. But the, the cool thing about this is that loan can be 100% forgiven. Mm-hmm. So you, you'll have eight weeks to pay expenses. And some of those expenses are rent, payroll, health care, insurance, right. uh, retirement, state taxes. Right. Uh, that, that's where I was remembering that from earlier. Yeah. You know, that's one opportunity. Another one is that um, if your business has closed or has lost 50% of the revenue, there is something called the Employer Relief Tax Credit that will pay 50, it'll give you 50% payroll tax credit. Right. And I believe, and I, you know, qualify this, talk to your trusted accountant or right. advisor, is that I think I'll pay that for the balance of 2020. Right. So I'm confident it's four months, but I think it's for, it's for, for the full year. Excellent. Based off what size you are, that could be more than what the um, PPP is. Right. There's also a few other different programs. So, I mean, we're in, in the process of talking about this right now. It is painless to get to... Um, to apply and it is very quick to get the money from right. what we've been saying. We're recording this on a Tuesday, yep. and we've heard that the, the you know the the applications and the payments will be available as early as this Friday. Right. So if you are closed down, I would definitely look into that, and I would just talk to your trusted accountant or advisor. That's They'll right. be able to help to navigate that. So we're learning more every day as we go along. But this is money that's available to you because you know we are taxpayers That's right. because we're taxpayers. That means this is available and you owe it to your company. You owe it to yourself to make sure that you take advantage of this. That's right. That's All right, Michael Brown, any closing thoughts um, as we, as we wrap up this, hopefully it's been good. This has been a different, you know, we normally don't do things as quick, but this is a topic that is important to everyone right now. So, right. Uh, you know, Hey, our thoughts and prayers are with you and your families Absolutely. and your businesses as you're navigating through this. And Hey, and I have the hope that we're going to get through this sooner than later and I believe, I, I will predict that I think our economy is going to be incredible once we get through this season. Right. I so, really do. I think so. So, and again, so, that's my hope and my prayer. So, any closing comments? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I would, I would just encourage you know everyone listening to, to keep leading as small mm-hmm. business uh, leaders. Um, if, if you're the owner or just a, a, a leader in a small business, keep leading um, at, at work as well as at home. You know, and our families need to continue to to be uh, led our kids as well in this season of uncertainty the same thing is true just being visible um, being available and valuable to them as well but uh, just keep leading and, and helping um, provide comfort and, and direction for for folks who who face a season of uncertainty for sure yeah no well, michael thanks for being with us and i i just remember this as we're closing so um if you are a small business leader or owner and you have a family Right. And maybe your family is young or teenager or whatever their age is, is that I did this with my family last week, so I would challenge them to do this, is ask your kids what questions do they have right. about the season that you're in and let them ask anything they want yeah. to. You know, my kids know that we are blessed and we lead a business, and they've been asking questions. And we one night last week around the around the supper table, we, right. they, we said, hey, what questions do you have? 
you know, it was really neat. It was an incredible conversation that we wow. had based off things that they had in their mind. So, you know, your family may have questions. That's they right. may be uncertain. So give them give them comfort. Give them yep. peace in the season that we're in. That's good. Hey, to our listeners, thanks for taking time to listen to us. Take care and God bless. If you'd like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. If there's specific topics you'd like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We'll be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that would get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them, and we'll be seeing you guys next month.